Listeners, you know what that theme song means. The very popular Nevada magazine, the talk show. Not just the publication, but the talk show. Matter of fact, remember, the publication can be picked up here at Reno Town Mall, where week after week we actually record and go live for Nevada Magazine, the talk show right here at Reno Town Mall. Pick up your free copy of Nevada Magazine, the publication that you'll find on coffee tables throughout the great state of Nevada and throughout our nation. Number one state publication in the United States of America. That's Nevada Magazine. Today, this show is hosted by none other than Associate Editor Eric Cacinero. Eric, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to today's show. You've really got it planned out. Looks like we've got some wonderful guests. Absolutely, Eddie. Uh, we have a wonderful show today. Um, our first guest is Lonnie Hammergren. Uh, Lonnie is a former lieutenant governor in Nevada. Um, he has just an absolutely um, fascinating and extensive resume. So welcome, Lonnie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, can, well, thanks, Eric. No problem. Um, so here at the uh, Nevada Magazine Radio Show, we really like to start off the show by personalizing yourself. So can you please tell us um, how you came to Nevada and kind of just your Nevada story? Why, sure. I was applying for the space program uh, as an astronaut. Uh, I had already had a a uh, hundred combat missions in Vietnam, and uh, I uh, decided I had fun applying for a position because uh, I was in a helicopter flight surgeon in Vietnam, and I really enjoyed the whole process of flying and medicine. I graduated from University of Minnesota. Uh, five different times before I uh, came to Nevada, uh, but I came here oh, 42 years ago now. I'm old, 75 years old, but I became a, a real Nevadan, and I have to just tell you that my mother used to sing a song to me, when it's nighttime in Nevada, I'm dreaming of the old days on the prairie in you. Wow. I'll miss you when the sunlight is dreaming. And I'll wonder if you miss me too. I can see the great divide and the trails I used to ride. It was the only bit of heaven I knew. When it's nighttime in Nevada, I'm dreaming of the old days on the prairie and you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even got a big standing ovation here at the Reno Town Mall. What a wonderful, wonderful thing you just did here on Nevada Magazine. Listeners, if you're tuned in, come join us if you're driving around. We're at the Reno Town Mall. You can actually get behind a microphone and ask questions or comments for Lonnie Hannigan, our very special guest of Eric Cacinero, associate editor of Nevada Magazine, the talk show. Let's get back to Eric. Um, so thank you very much, Lonnie. That was really cool. Um, so please continue um, on how you ended up here in Nevada. Well, 
they needed a doctor. They needed a neurosurgeon. I trained at the Mayo Clinic, and uh, which is the largest training program in the world, but I needed to practice on people. And they desperately needed somebody that's willing to get up in the middle of the night and go operate. And so I did that. And I did that every night for quite a few years. In fact, the there was a, no other neurosurgeon that was willing to do that. There was a, another guy who was 75 by age who only saw people cash in advance. I was so eager to prove myself. There were no neurologists in town, and there was one young neurosurgeon who didn't want to go see people at night. So I ended up doing all the trauma and uh, all the neurology. There are now 15 neurosurgeons and 45 neurologists in Las Vegas. So I've been replaced by 60 doctors, and they know more than I do now. They've studied more, but I had more practice than they did. In fact, I ended up with a largest practice uh, of boxers, operating at boxers of anybody in the world. Because of boxing here and in Reno, there were a couple of deaths in Reno back in the 30s and then one more recently, uh, but boxing was hot in Vegas. And so I went to a few matches. I enjoyed them, but I don't really believe in pulverizing somebody's brain into submission. <laughs> uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> so I didn't go to that many fights, but I had the product. I've operated five boxers. That's more than anybody in the history of the world ever has done. Or you really want to get egocentric. Ever any human ever will in the future. Wow. Because boxing is getting less. There's less injuries. Uh, and uh, the protect the boxers more. I was on a committee that shortened the uh, uh, length of, of possible bouts. That was Howard Cassell and the American Medical Association had the same process that testifying before Congress. And so I've been involved in that a little bit. But it isn't just the uh, boxing. It's the motorcyclists. I rode a motorcycle when I was a kid, rode it even through medical school. But here, Evil Knievel had jumped four years before I moved to town. And I had the most interesting time uh, because uh, in the period of time that I've been here, again, I've operated on five motorcyclists, many of them with massive injuries. Uh, one guy whose heart was torn loose from his aorta. I was there as a spectator, grabbed him into the ambulance, brought him to the hospital, and called a heart surgeon. Uh, he and operated with him, sewing the heart back on. <laughs> and that was the Dr. Ficus. Well, interestingly, I had a Dr. Ficus, the son of the heart surgeon, who did a, a sextuple bypass on me. Now, I tell the story uh, of the bypass. This is where I'm still active, being trying to be a doctor, but not operating. Uh, and uh, he, they hooked up the mammary arteries to my heart, my testicular arteries to my heart, and two other sex organs they found inside. So I had a sex tuple bypass. Anyway, 
uh, without wow. making goofiness of it. I had complete symptomatic relief, and I'm still going strong. I love going north. I've been in many, many parades all over Nevada. I hauled a memorial wall all over northern Nevada that I made here and brought. I brought it to Winnemucca. I brought it to Elko. I actually have relatives. One of them, my cousin, named his kid Lonnie Hammergren after me. And so there's Lonnie Hammergrens and uh, all over the state. Wow. Anyway, this has been a wonderful experience for me because I was a needed person uh, in an area, and I had a ball. Then I got interested in politics, and I said, you know what? I'd like to run and run successfully for the State Board of Education. Then I ran for the Board of Regents. Then I ran for Lieutenant Governor. And they, there were three other people that were, you know, the chairman of the Republican Party, a whole bunch of other people. I was picked to finish last. But I campaigned harder and better, went all over rural Nevada with my trailers and things and talked to people, and I won. So... I was lieutenant governor for four years. Uh, it wasn't that satisfying to me uh, because the lieutenant governor job is not a satisfying job. And uh, I uh, ended up uh, deciding uh, that I either was going to run for governor uh, or just instead of running for lieutenant governor, get out of it elected. And so I ran for governor and lost, returned to practice and had a lot of fun time since, and I still uh, travel all over, and I uh, plan on not being in the parade this year in northern Nevada, but I have been for many years in a row, and it's going to be Nevada's 150th celebration. Now, I actually have, uh, did and brought floats for the 125th celebration 25 years ago. But now I'm going to stay at home, invite people from all over the state to visit. Uh, I uh, am on the committee, but I'm going to celebrate it a little later than everyone else because Nevada came into the Union on Halloween. And that's because Lincoln needed another vote to pass an Emancipation Proclamation. And to nail it down, he was eager. Even though Nevada only had 30,000 people, and they were supposed to have 60,000 of a state, he needed this law passed. So he admitted on Halloween 150 years ago, and uh, then uh, he was killed only, you know, nine months after that. So uh, the Nevada uh, has, with only that small amount of population, and sometimes when we have mining in mid uh, Nevada, too, and Tonopah, and that's been an interesting Tonopah Goldfield that I love to go to their celebrations. Wow, I'll tell you what, listeners, if you just tuned in, you are listening to a wonderful interview with Lonnie Hannigan right here on Nevada Magazine, the talk show. Today's host, associate editor, Eric Cacinero. We're going to take a short break. Now, remember, if you want to get involved, it's 855 790 8255. 
Consigned Furniture has grown to be the largest consignment store in northern Nevada with over 23,000 square feet of showroom to choose from. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and so much more. They offer all types of household items at 70% off retail prices. Consigned Furniture has new inventory arriving daily. Come in and find that special piece you're looking for or furniture for your whole house. Consigned Furniture offers pickup and delivery service to make it easy and convenient to spruce up your home or even get rid of things you're not using. Do you have items in storage costing you money each month? Don't worry. Consigned Furniture can help. Nervous about having strangers come to your house? Don't worry. Consigned Furniture can help. Located at 2335 Market Street in Reno. Stop by today or call them at 775-824-0222 and let them help take the guesswork out of selling your furniture or household items. Easy way to sell, smart way to buy. 775-824-0222. If you're starting a business, you're going to need some stuff. And if you're getting rid of a business, you're going to want to get rid of some stuff. I suggest you go to Acme Liquidators. That's right, Acme Liquidators, 903 East 4th Street, downtown Reno. Acme is a professional liquidator company for retail and commercial sites. They're going to go anywhere on the West Coast. They buy, sell, consign, trade, and rent, store displays, and restaurant equipment. Their inventory changes all the time. Acme Liquidators. Buy, sell, trade, and consign, and save up to 50% or more. This is a veteran-owned business, and if you're a veteran, you can save an additional 20%. Visit Acme liquidators.com today access to health care network are you or your children uninsured? If you need affordable medical care, call Access to Healthcare Network, a nonprofit program for uninsured Nevadans, offering steep discounts on everything from inpatient hospital care to all forms of medical, dental, and vision care. Call 877-385-2345. Access to Healthcare Network. AHN is not insurance. AHN does not pay for healthcare services. Members must meet income guidelines and pay providers at the time of service. AHN is a nonprofit medical discount plan registered with the State of Nevada Division of Insurance. Leave your footprint in the neighborhood you serve with Charter Media's new smart targeting promote your business to the entire reno market or focus on your local neighborhood this cutting-edge technology enables you to reach the right customers with the right message based on where they are who they are and what they like visit chartermedia.com footprint for more information charter media long live your business Hi, this is Sean Carey with America Matters Media, and I think it's time that you got your business up on the radio. For only $100, we can give you 20 60-second radio spots, as well as 20 posts on our very popular Facebook page. Once again, that's only $100. Just visit us online at americamatters.us, or give us a call today at 775-384-4444. All right, listeners, we are back now with Nevada Magazine the talk show right here at the Reno Town Mall. We invite you to come join us, join the audience, get behind the microphone. Any questions or comments you may have, today's host of Nevada Magazine is Eric Cacchinero. He is associate editor and has been interviewing none other than past Lieutenant Governor Lonnie Hammergan. Let's get back to the host of today's show, Eric Cacchinero. Thank you so much, Eddie. Um, so in our September-October issue, we did a story about Lonnie and his unique Las Vegas home. Um, so Lonnie, can you please explain to our listeners a little bit about your home and some of the awesome pieces of Nevada history that you've collected over the years, including the Genoa Courthouse Vault, um, some Evil Knievel memorabilia, and even Liberace's piano? Hey, I grab things when I see them out in the field. 
uh, actually, I was in uh, uh, Genoa, and there was the uh, antique store. And the outside the antique store, there was some big rusty hulk sticking partly in, out of the ground, partly underground. I asked him what that was. It was the original courthouse vault. That was the first courthouse in Nevada. And this is where they locked up all the records. So I got a shovel and dug that out and brought it back on a trailer. And it's in my backyard. Here, I, hey, I'd bring anything back. So uh, I've made models of the entire system of uh, lakes, rivers, and mountains in the bottom of my whole backyard I painted. And so uh, I've got a showboat. Uh, interesting thing, the wheel on the showboat is 20 feet in diameter. Sunk it into the ground and have a whole uh, casino a rep replica. It's, this one was a real a wheel and of the showboat. Now you can call it the showboat in Las Vegas or the showboat in Lake Tahoe. It makes no difference. Uh, when I see something, I try to reproduce it there. And uh, I've got Lake Tahoe uh, all uh, uh, painted in an area with all the appropriate uh, uh, I've got mounts and rivers and streams and history uh, all over the backyard. Now, if anything I find loose, and I can't tell you why, but I found a cow, a a uh, fiberglass cow in the road. I drove by that from uh, Carson City to Reno. I saw it laying out there. It wasn't, it wasn't in the road. I mean, it wasn't in somebody's yard. It was way off in some ditch. And I wondered about that. And then I said, you know what? I think I'll take that home to remind me of when I was up in rural Nevada where they actually had cows. We don't have many in Las Vegas. So I grabbed that headless cow, and it's there. I also have a model of a stadium, uh, of the football stadium uh, in uh, uh, in Reno at UNR, and I have a model of the basketball stadium uh, in uh, uh, Las Vegas all on my house. People come there on Nevada Day and can wander from the north to the south and and just learn and Laugh at all the junk. I even made a model of the Capitol building. It's a one-eighth scale model, and it's in the backyard. You can see it from uh, over the fence, uh, and uh, with the Nevada flag and an American flag both flying from it. So it's been a fun life. Absolutely. Um, so I guess just to give a little bit of context to the audience here, Lonnie, um, can you explain kind of the layout of your house i understand it's it's actually three different properties into one um which you've, well, you've created kind of this um unique nevada art museum almost yeah it really is uh i call it a repository it's because the word museum has long implications of public private and there are a lot of laws about that now uh, I called a repository for two reasons. One, repositories aren't mentioned in what you can do and what you can't do, whether they're public or they're private, except what we call a nuclear repository 
where we have atomic bombs and where we uh, had many of them set off. Okay, underground, above ground, and uh, a lot of my friends here were here uh, who actually set 500 of them off himself. William was head of the uh, uh, commission here. Uh, and uh, so uh, I have an area uh, which is actually full-size replica uh, of the atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. Wow. I have railroad railroad trains full size uh, that were from uh, Nevada. Uh, I have a railroad that runs around the whole yards, but now it's so full with trains you can't go all the way around anymore. So, uh, uh, really, the North was formed so much around the railroad. So I, I've had a lot of fun uh, with that and duplicating pieces and parts of Nevada, no matter where it is, uh, I try to either beg, borrow, or even steal uh, some part uh, uh, to bring back to my Nevada museum. So over all the years of collecting these cool Nevada artifacts, what is your favorite piece that you've ever created or collected, um, Nevada-related item? Well, uh, (laughs) I think... uh, uh, the problem was the, when we add on the Nevada-related, my favorite piece is an actual Apollo spacecraft. Wow. And this is one that was used for the three astronauts uh, when they were going to be returning. Well, first of all, going to the moon and returning to the moon and landing. And so I have that uh, in... Uh, where kids can go up inside it and sit in the seats and pretend they're an astronaut. I think my favorite Nevada landmark, because that's one of the reasons that Las Vegas was formed and populated and that California can turn their lights on, is a matey model of Boulder Dam. And the works of working model, I made it, interestingly, by the same people that made Boulder Dam 75 years ago. At 25 years ago, when these guys were in their 70s, uh, they came over and helped me. And I've got big rocks, a five-ton and a four-ton rock, lifted over the fence, came in from Bureau of Reclamation, and then built a model uh, of the dam and it's worked for quite a few years, but it's getting a little sick now and needs a lot of repairs. So I've had that for 25 years of history of Southern Nevada. And uh, so I'd have to say that's one of my favorites. But everybody has different favorites when they go around. And I've just collected some uh, memorabilia from various bars and people and signs. And really what I'm known for is sign collection. And I've hauled signs back down uh, from uh, up north. I've uh, hauled signs from all over and uh, and put them in the backyard so people can see them. And so they see all these signs and actually started, in essence, the idea of the sign museum. Well, I did it all on my own expense. We now have a 
fantastic sign museum here that's got about seven to ten employees and all the replacement of new casinos with the big signs. And we have a wonderful museum not far uh, north of uh, downtown, and it is the best museum in the world in this, as far as a sign museum. That's actually helped me a little bit because I was sued by the neighbors and whatever as to having uh, too much stuff in my backyard. And instead of uh, uh, approaching it, I said, you know, it's a collection of Nevada history. And I went before the court and uh, I won uh, on appeal to the Supreme Court, actually it was an in-between court, uh, but it was an, the highest court it could be appealed to, and uh, and they, it was because uh, I wasn't a uh, having necessarily people over and a, uh, a astronomy programs which I've had for many years, but as an art museum, and you can't legislate against art. So that's really how I won to keep all these things. I really uh, am a art destination. Wow. And uh, get fun. Absolutely, Lonnie. Thank you so much. Um, and so really quick, we have about a minute left. But before we end, I wanted to uh, just get back to one thing really quick. You had mentioned that on Nevada Day or around Nevada Day, you have um, your house available for people to come check out. Um, can you tell the audience, please, what days that will be on and how they can either get a hold of you or uh, or come out to see your property? They don't have to get a hold of me because I live in the east side of town. Most people know where it is, Flamingo and Sand Hill. But on the 2nd of November and the 3rd of November, that's a Saturday and Sunday, I'm having an open house from noon to 5. There'll be entertainment. We have had thousands of people here through the years. Uh I've had Buzz Aldrin come. I'm going to probably this time invite uh, Siegfried Roy. It's that 10th anniversary of uh, Roy's injury. Uh, I will have uh, uh, people. Hopefully the governor will come down. I'm having it on the 2nd and 3rd. The parade up north uh, is on the weekend before that. But Halloween is the real Nevada Day, and that's on a Thursday. So I'm having mine on Saturday and Sunday on the 2nd and 3rd of November. All right, listeners, this has been an interview with Lonnie Hannigan, Nevada Magazine, the talk show. Remember, for those of you listening on Fox News Radio, this ends this episode of Nevada Magazine. Those of you listening on other radio stations nationwide, keep your seats. We'll be back right after these words from our great sponsors. The new music revolution at 101.3 Renegade Radio. Renegade Radio. Now playing in radios everywhere. Dad was proud of his service to our country. Walton's helped us honor his memory with an American flag draped over his casket and the honor guard playing taps. It was a service appropriate for our hero. At Walton's Funerals and Cremations, they work with families every day to handle the details involved in honoring their loved ones on a budget that works for them. And Walton's is proud to be an exclusive provider for veterans and family memorial care. Call 323 7189 or visit waltonsfuneralhomes.com Every life has a story. At Walton's, they make sure they're told. Come check out one of the Truckee Meadows' best kept secrets, the Renotown Mall. 
located across the street from the Atlantis Casino Resort. The Reno Town Mall is just steps from the Reno Sparks Convention Center and is home to a variety of merchants, including a full-service grocery store, food source. Other tenants at the Reno Town Mall include the Washoe County Library, Burlington Coat Factory, Marcel's Bridal, a proper fit footwear, and access to healthcare network. This unique urban mall will fit in perfectly with your busy lifestyle. Stop at the Aroma Club Cafe for your morning coffee or perhaps a quick business lunch at Round Table Pizza. The Reno Town Mall is also home to the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority, Northern Nevada Job Connect, the Great Works of China Import Store, and America Matters Media. Come join the audience as we record live radio shows. Stop by the Reno Town Mall today for the best Reno has to offer. Leave your footprint in the neighborhood you serve with Charter Media's new smart targeting. Promote your business to the entire Reno market or focus on your local neighborhood. This cutting edge technology enables you to reach the right customers with the right message based on where they are, who they are, and what they like. Visit chartermedia.com slash footprint for more information. Charter Media, long live your business. If you're starting a business, you're going to need some stuff. And if you're getting rid of a business, you're going to want to get rid of some stuff. I suggest you go to Acme Liquidators. That's right, Acme Liquidators, 903 East 4th Street, downtown Reno. Acme is a professional liquidator company for retail and commercial sites. They're going to go anywhere on the West Coast. They buy, sell, consign, trade, and rent, store displays, and restaurant equipment. Their inventory changes all the time. Acme Liquidators. Buy, sell, trade, and consign, and save up to 50% or more. This is a veteran-owned business, and if you're a veteran, you can save an additional 20%. Visit AcmeLiquidators.com today. I'll take Nevada over any other place. I'll take Nevada, the land of the great escape. Ain't no way one day I will say I should have, could have, had a All right, listeners, that theme song means it's another episode of Nevada Magazine, the talk show in conjunction with Nevada Magazine, the publication, number one publication in the great state of Nevada. Come to the Reno Town Mall, meet Eric Cachanero in person. He's the host of today's Nevada Magazine and pick up your free copy of the publication. Looks like, Eric, we have another great Nevada Magazine talk show today. Absolutely, Eddie. Um, our next guest is Randy Johnston. Uh, Randy has a very unique Nevada story, which involves a ghost town, an abandoned mine, and a castle in the desert. So welcome, Randy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, can you please tell us about yourself, uh, when you came to Nevada, how long you've lived here, and um, any, anything else you'd like to include? Okay, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, I, I actually became a resident of Nevada and about 1989. That's when I purchased the property at the Hard Muck out here in uh, Esmeralda County. And uh, uh, for a while, I didn't do much with it. I was uh, planning on just maybe making it a, a small, you know, get away to get out of Lake Tahoe and get out of the snow. But uh, things came about, and I ended up starting building a, uh, a larger building, which ended up in a castle, basically. And uh, uh, I started building them around 2000. 
from reported footings. And uh, it took about 12 years to build it. Uh, the, 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 the castle is uh, 8,000 square feet. It's built with solid concrete and steel and glass. Very little wood in the in the building. Uh, and the reason for that was I built it because I wanted it to be able to last for many years and no maintenance out here. And uh, I'm uh, still working on it. Uh, like I said, the, the, the castle is 8,000 square foot, four stories. It has an observatory on top. And uh, I just keep uh, working at it, trying to get it finished. And it's open up for tours for people to come. And I get lots of people that want to come out and take a look at it. It's in a very unusual location. It's back up in the hills where you would never think <laughs> you'd find anything back in these hills where I am located. It's very private. Uh um, Thanks, Randy. So kind of just to give the listeners a little bit of context, um, in our September-October issue, um, in the uh, Ghost Town story, um, I had the uh, the opportunity to visit Randy's Hard Luck Castle, um, which was absolutely just an, an awesome, awesome trip. Um, so, Randy, for listeners who have never heard of the Hard Luck Mine or the Hard Luck Castle, can you please explain where it's located? Well, it's actually located out by Scotty's Junction. The road that takes you to Scotty's Castle in Death Valley. Uh, it's Highway 267. Uh, I'm about uh, nine miles off of Highway 267. It's a county graded road into the place. And uh, the uh, it's, it's a good driving road. It's, it's kept up. And, uh, I, you know, it's... It, uh, I, I have people come out, Jeep clubs and stuff, and visit quite often and want to see the place. And uh, I give them a tour, and the tour lasts about an hour to an hour and a half, depending on how many questions they want to ask and how much we stand around and talk. But, uh, you know, the tour starts out by we usually gather on the front entry and talk and get to know each other and... Uh, point out a bunch of things to see out here. I can see Area 51, not 51, but Area 400, which is part of 51 of my home. I'm up at 6,000 feet, so I have an excellent view all the way around from the castle. And then uh, we go on our tour through the castle. I uh, take them into the main entry, and they get to see the main entrance to the house. And the walls in the home or the castle are 16 inches solid concrete. Like I said, it's four stories. And uh, then I take them on through the rest of the place. We go on a tour through the, the great room or the great hall, which has two very large pipe organs in it that I'm still uh, installing. I work on pipe organs. That's one of my hobbies I do. And uh, eventually I hope to have it running maybe in the next year or so completely. And, and that's... And I take them, uh, that... I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Andy. Uh, that's one thing I, I kind of wanted to, to highlight, um, which was. And then, then I take them on through, you know, the rest of the castle it, it, into the main dining area, and they just take, then the master uh, uh, kitchen, and then I take them into an area. Of, there's uh, three large bathrooms in the home, and they're very well, nicely done and tiled and unique. And so they get to see all that. 
then uh, we go into the center of the home, which has a fountain, large fountain in the, in the center, the spiral staircase that'll take you up about 35 feet up to the what we call I would call it the third floor, where there's master bedrooms and another large uh, master bath. And then I usually take my on the tour, you get to go through the pipe room and see what an actual pipe chamber looks like on a pipe organ. A lot of people don't realize uh, what a pipe organ is involved. And then we continue up the stairs up to the observatory, which is about 65 feet off the ground, up on the top of the house. It's a 16-foot diameter uh, glass enclosure, all glass enclosed. Uh, nice room, and you'll go up and watch the stars in the evening, and that's what I designed it for. So then we continue on. Go ahead. Oh, so that 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 observatory up there was was also another highlight uh, that I thought was really cool. Um, can you please like kind of just give the listeners an idea of what that looks like and what you use it for? Well, the observatory is like I said, a sixteen foot diameter room, and uh, it's all glass enclosed, a steel framework, but it's all glass. And uh, basically, I built it for to watch the stars out here. The stargazing is just unbelievable. The best time is in the winter, and usually it's so you know it's cold at night. But you can go up there and sit in a nice uh, reclining lounge chairs and watch the stars and be very comfortable because it's heated. And then it does have a widow walk, which is like on a lighthouse all the way around on the outside of it. So you can go outside if you want if it's the night evening. And then there is stairs to go down onto the roof of the house, which is about a two thousand foot. Uh, circle area, which is designed to have uh, furniture and be able to walk on the roof. South there, even in lounge chairs, if you want to watch the stars, if it's a real nice, a warmer evening. And and I but, was uh, I was very impressed by just the absolute amount of area you can see from that from that observatory deck. I mean, it is you get up on top of there, and in the glass, you know, the glass windows, you can look for miles and miles and miles across the Nevada desert. Oh yeah, you can see you can see as far as you know, the curve of the Earth goes away. Yeah, <laughs> on a clear days, and I don't know how many miles that really is, but you can actually see the mountain ranges disappearing. You can see the curve of our Earth. Uh, and it's a beautiful view, and, and actually, there's, uh, any direction you you look from the castle or from the observatory, it has a really nice view of the mountains all around because I'm surrounded all by BLM land out here, so there's no other so can you please tell our listeners randy how the hard luck area came to be well the mine actually started in 1897 it was a patent mining claim it's 40 acres is what it is and uh it operated until up to about world war ii and then they shut the place down because during the war that all gold mines were basically shut down and uh, people that owned it came back after the war. Well, all their equipment, machinery, or any kind of metal or steel stuff had been stripped for the war effort. So they never reopened the mine. It just The cabin was still standing, and that's how I ran across it. I just ran, was roaming around out here in the desert and 
back up his can, ran across the little cabin, and stayed a night in it. And he kept coming back more and more. Uh, eventually ended up finding out who owned the 40 acres, and they were interested in selling it. It was a person in Reno that owned it. He wanted to sell it, and so that's how I ended up buying it, thinking I'd build a small cabin on it, but that got a little carried away and ended up building a castle on it. <laughs> you know, I was just going to build something real simple, but it got a little carried away. And the other reason that uh, I built something much larger than a little cabin, there is no building department or building coach in Esmeralda County, so I could actually build what I wanted to build. That's what I did. I just created what I wanted to create. All right, listeners, we have a wonderful interview going on right now. Castles in Nevada? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get involved. Come join us. We're at the Reno Town Mall. Get behind a microphone. Any questions or comments or call us toll-free anywhere in the great state of Nevada or, for that matter, across this nation. That phone number is 855 no Compromise, 101.3 Renegade Radio. In a rhyming text that's fun to read, the little man in the map will show your kids and grandchildren how to use the powers of rhyme and imagination to learn and remember all 50 United States of America. Using many of the same techniques, the little man in the map also teaches the state capitals. The Little Man in the Map book series, complete with a colorful wall map, delights the students while helping parents, grandparents, educators, and homeschoolers show their children that learning about our country can be fun and easy. The Little Man in the Map has received the Most Original Concept Award from the IPPY Book Awards, a Silver Award from the Moonbeam Children's Book Awards, a Silver Award from Forward Magazine's Book of the Year, and an Eric Hoffer Montaigne Medal. Nothing beats reading to your children. Go to schoolsidepress.com and order your Little Man in the Map book and wall map today. And for a limited time, download the Teacher's Guide for free. Again, that website is schoolsidepress.com. Consigned Furniture has grown to be the largest consignment store in northern Nevada with over 23,000 square feet of showroom to choose from. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and so much more. They offer all types of household items at 70% off retail prices. Consigned Furniture has new inventory arriving daily. Come in and find that special piece you're looking for or furniture for your whole house. Consigned Furniture offers pickup and delivery service to make it easy and convenient to spruce up your home or even get rid of things you're not using. Do you have items in storage costing you money each month? Don't worry. Consigned Furniture can help. Nervous about having strangers come to your house? Don't worry. Consigned Furniture can help. Located at 2335 Market Street in Reno. Stop by today or call them at 775-824-0222 and let them help take the guesswork out of selling your furniture or household items. Easy way to sell, smart way to buy. 775-824-0222. Dan was proud of his service to our country. Walton's helped us honor his memory with an American flag draped over his casket and the honor guard playing taps. It was a service appropriate for our hero. At Walton's Funerals and Cremations, they work with families every day to handle the details involved in honoring their loved ones on a budget that works for them. And Walton's is proud to be an exclusive provider for veterans and family memorial care. Call 323-7189 or visit waltonsfuneralhomes.com. Every life has a story. At Walton's, they make sure they're told. Access to Healthcare Network. 
Are you or your children uninsured? If you need affordable medical care, call Access to Healthcare Network, a nonprofit program for uninsured Nevadans, offering steep discounts on everything from inpatient hospital care to all forms of medical, dental, and vision care. Call 877-385-2345. Access to Healthcare Network. AHN is not insurance. AHN does not pay for healthcare services. Members must meet income guidelines and pay providers at the time of service. AHN is a nonprofit medical discount plan registered with the State of Nevada Division of Insurance. All right, listeners, we are back now with another segment to close segment of Nevada Magazine, The Talk Show. We're talking castles in the great state of Nevada. And yes, you heard me right, castles in Nevada. Today's Nevada Magazine Talk Show, which is in conjunction with Nevada Magazine, the publication, is right now at the Reno Town Mall. Come join us and pick up a free copy of that publication. But right now, let's get back to the host of Nevada Magazine Talk Show, Eric Cacinero, the associate editor. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, so before we get back into the interview, I just wanted to ask Randy, um, can you please let our audience know your contact information in case they wanted to get out there and tour this awesome castle for themselves? Yep. Yeah, they can just go on the website. It's uh, hardluckcastle.com, and there's a whole four-page thing about all history of the, you know, of everything and how to locate me. It's got a map, everything on that website. Hardluckcastle.com. Perfect. Um, so, one thing I wanted to talk about, get right back into, was uh, was one of my favorite things when we visited was the pipe organ. Um, the amount of work that has gone into this pipe organ has just been absolutely incredible. Um, can you please let the audience know? You know, I, I understand you have one of, I believe, four pipe organs that was made in the world. Well, uh, one thing that's unique about pipe organs, you can take any pipe organs and put them together and make much larger pipe organs. They're all basically the same functioning, the way they work. So I've acquired four different organs, two uh, Worcester Theater organs and then two large church organs, which are being all put together to make one very large organ in the home. I do have uh, two consoles. That's what you sit down and play the organ on. One is the Worcester, 1920 Worcester, and the other one is a 1928 Wangren 4-manual uh, console, which they only made five in their history, and this is the only one left existing. I uh, restored. I acquired it through some connections, and it was basically almost, it was on the way to the dump, and I spent two years restoring it. And... Uh, the organ itself is, uh, most of it was built back in the 20s. Uh, 1923, 1920 was the Worcester. The other one was 1928. Uh, then I, you know, the four organs I'm putting together, and one of the organs actually came out of the Lutheran Church in Reno. It was built in 1909. I, just, I'm putting in all this is being combined to make one large organ. And, uh, you know, it all has to be reworked and re-leathered and redone, which I do. That's one of my hobbies. I work on organs. And uh, I have a friend that built organs in uh, Reno, Ken Chrome, Chrome Organ. I've worked with him, and he has helped me out tremendously by giving me pointers, and that's how I learned to work on organs with him. Thank- and it's going to take it takes a couple of years to put an organ 
together because you have to re-leather and redo everything because everything was from the 20s or older and it's, you know, the leather is just shot. <laughs> you have to redo every little piece in it. So, Thanks, Randy. Um, so another another kind of interesting thing about the cabin uh, being, you know, as far out as it is, um, is it's completely self-sufficient, right? Uh, you have your own generators for electricity, plumbing, and everything else out there? The castle runs completely on solar and wind power. Uh, I, I'm, I'm off the grid completely. I haul my own water in. I have a 4,000-gallon storage system. Uh, and I make my own electricity. Uh, the only thing really that comes from the outside world is the propane. They deliver that to run the heaters and stuff in the, in the castle. But uh, I make all my own power. And then, like I said, I do have three different kinds of backup generators I can run when I need to. And when I'm running my big workshop where I fabricate everything. Most, everything everything has been fabricated out, out here. Build the castle, most everything. Uh, thanks. Uh, all the huh? Oh, um, thank you, Randy. So um, I understand that you had um, cabin rentals available um, in the old miner's cabin there, but I understand as of this morning something happened. Can you please tell us about that? Yeah, I rented it out. It's been rented out to uh, – they're opening the mine right next to me, kind of back in the candy here. And we rented it out to one of the workers. Well, somehow he turned on a propane valve that was – used to run an old heater thinking it was a water valve and uh pilot light blew it up oh, <laughs> he didn't geez. get hurt but it sure did damage it blew all the windows out and squirts the whole inside and burnt the mattresses up and so wow i gotta deal with that right now that just happened this morning oh man so um are you planning on then uh rebuilding that I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Either that or maybe just take it all and tear it all down and build something a little nicer. I don't know. That was the original mining cabinet. that was on the property. and I lived down there for seven years in it. You know, I had redone it and stuff, but now it's going to have to be completely redone. It's all filled with smoke smell. And when you have a fire in a house or a building, it takes forever to clean it back up. So I'm still up in the air on what to do with that. Well, you know, a real quick question from the audience here. It says, is that how it got its name, Hard Luck? I don't know how it got the name Hard Luck, <laughs> to be truthful. That was just the name of the claim, and, uh, and uh, you know, so I kept that name. It's a different name for sure. So, so the, you know, the castle actually consists of... Uh, quite a bit of uh, construction. It's built to it's built to stay here for at least four or five hundred years. Like I said, it's all concrete. It's got over a thousand cubic yards of concrete and it's got twenty four thousand block in it to build it. And uh, everything is is glass. So things you don't have to maintain. Everything's steel and glass. And what wood I did use in the house is redwood. It it lasts almost indefinitely too. It's made to stay here for quite a while. Thank you, Randy. Um, so can for our listeners, can you please give that contact information one more time on how they can get out and tour this awesome castle uh, for themselves? They can go at hardluckcastle.com, and then it has all the information, how to email me, my phone number. It has a, a very good map 
There is a, uh, it has a Google map on it, and you can go on Google and just enter Hard Luck Mine Castle. It'll come up on Google, and you can you know, figure out exactly where it is with, you know, through the satellite, through Google, too. So uh, how did how did you decide this was the perfect place to, to build your castle and, and, I guess, your legacy? Well, I, I, I live at Tall, and I just started coming out here by accident. You know, we ran across this cabin and kept coming out and staying more and more. And the more I stayed out here, the more I realized this is really paradise. They call Hawaii paradise. That's if you like 10,000 people around you. <laughs> <laughs> out here, there's, it's totally... Secluded, quiet. Yeah, I sit on my porch. You don't hear any noise. That's one thing. Actually, all you hear is your ears ringing. It's that <laughs> quiet out here. You know, and uh, it's just really nice. It's a nice place to to be. You know, and I I enjoy having visitors. It's very nice. You know, to have visitors come. And I have my projects. I work on projects constantly. I'm one of that type of person. I like to work on things. So. All right, that's the next question. As a matter of fact, from the audience, what projects are you working on? Improvements to or changes to the castle right now? Well, I'm just trying to finish it up. I've still got two bedrooms upstairs. Uh, we're doing stucco work in there and finishing that. Then I've got some artwork to do on the floors and a couple of murals to be painted on the walls and and uh, just a few little things like that. I'm going to bring in a commercial stove for the master kitchen because it's all done now. And uh, then I'll, I'll always have something to do. I'll find other things to add on and keep keep building. It's just one of those projects I keep adding on more things and changing things. So I, I don't run out of projects. If people are interested, let's give that contact. Let's not run out of time here on Nevada Magazine, the talk show. We want you to give that contact information again so that people can indeed tour this castle in the state of Nevada. Please. Okay, it's uh, hardluckcastle.com. And that'll bring up four full pages of one on history, all kinds of photos from the very beginning up to today of the castle. And the castle is up for sale. Uh, I'm going to finish the project, but I'm at the age where it's time to do something else. And I'm looking for somebody to be interested. It would make an excellent resort, an excellent private home, a getaway, a hideaway, anything. It's set up that privately. And so I understand, Randy, that... um when you eventually do sell the property, you plan to pick up and leave, correct? You, I, I believe you had mentioned, you know, uh, taking or leaving everything except for your boat and your dog. Is that correct? Well, yeah, the the the, the, the whole estate is is going to be sold when it's sold. Or I'm really just looking for somebody that really is interested to adopt it, keep it running, and then we'll negotiate. You know, uh, but uh, the entire place is going to be sold. Uh, vehicles, ATVs, all the machinery, all the equipment, all the furnishings, everything. But I just want to leave with my travel trailer, and I'm going to move on to a hope to get a 48 foot sailboat. Move on it and sail for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, thank you so much right. for for being our guest on the show today, Randy, and sharing uh, with the listeners about this unique Nevada treasure. 
Um, to our listeners, you can read all about the Hard Luck Castle in our September-October issue of Nevada Magazine. I encourage everyone to subscribe to the magazine if you're listening to the show. Again, we're continuously publishing great stories like this one that give people a look at some really unique aspects of the Silver State. Um, coming up, we also have our 2014 Nevada Historical Calendar available for, available for purchase and our Historical Nevada Book, um, which is also just an awesome book featuring historic photos taken around Nevada. Um, both make great gifts for Nevada lovers and history buffs and can be ordered by on our website at nevadamagazine.com or by calling our circulation manager, Carrie, at 775-687-0610. All right, listeners, remember, that's Carrie Roussel. She hosts Nevada Magazine, the talk show, along with Janet Geary, Matt Brown, and today's host, Eric Cacchanero. We'll catch you right here in the Reno Town Mall each and every week, 10 a.m. every Friday for Nevada Magazine, the talk show. You're gonna live in just one place. I'll take Nevada.